0: Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is Red Sox Review, and it starts right now. Here's your host, Joe Weil. The Red Sox rebound today with a victory against the Los Angeles Angels. 5-3 the final from Fenway Park. Those City Connect unis come through again. The Red Sox now wearing those jerseys are 16-4, and four, and they pick up a much-needed victory after getting swept in St. Petersburg. Joe Weil with you. Thanks for joining us on Red Sox Review. Feel free to join in on the program. We're taking you all the way up to 11 p.m., so a condensed show. But the number to call in, 617-779-7937. The Angels today, they commit three errors, so w- when you look at what happened today here at Fenway Park, it, the formula for winning, it's not sustainable moving forward. They The Red Sox were helped out with three defensive miscues by the Angels. Tanner Houck, he ends up going four innings with his third start of the season and strikes out six. He does give up just two runs, and we'll get into how that unfolded as the way the rest of the game unfolded as well, but... Credit the bullpen for the Red Sox. They were the big stars today. Five combined innings between Josh Winkowski, John Schreiber, and Kenley Jansen and just one run allowed and combined striking out five. Kenley Jansen was fantastic in the back end, striking out Mike Trout and Shohei Otani, and then ending the game with a strikeout against Hunter Renfro. The number to call in here for Red Sox review is 617-779-7937. Again, a 5-3 win for the Red Sox. Let's take you through how today's game unfolded. And it was the Angels who actually jumped ahead with two runs in the top of the first inning. Tanner Houck got two quick outs, but then he walked Shohei Otani. Anthony Rendon then hit a single into right center field, so it was two on and two out. And then this is where Tanner Houck got a little unlucky. Hunter Renfro, old friend, hit a high fly ball into left field. In any other ballpark would have been a fly out, but because of the green monster, it hit off the green monster and ended up being a two-run double. The expected batting average on that batted ball was oh forty. But again, because it's at Fenway Park, it ends up being a two-run double, and the Angels take a 2 nothing lead after one. Patrick Sandoval was a man on the mound for the Angels. He ends up tossing three scoreless innings to start his outing, but then his defense really uh, hurt him in the bottom of the fourth inning, and it ended up being a pretty lengthy inning for him. He tosses 36 pitches in that frame, but again, Hurt by the defense in the bottom of the fourth, with the Red Sox down two nothing. Rafael Devers starts it off by reaching on an e six, and then Kike Hernandez, after Devers gets to second on a wild pitch, he hits an RBI double. Line Kike with two hits, he goes two for four today. So after you know having an o for twenty eight stretch, he is starting to find it at least a little bit, which is huge for the Red Sox, and they need him specifically against left-handed pitching because in his career he's posted an OPS over 800 uh, when swinging against left-handers. So they need him in these specific instances. He hits an RBI double to make it a 2-1 game. Then in a 2-on-2-out situation in the bottom of the fourth with the Red Sox down by one, Yu Chang hits a ground ball to third. And this looks like as routine uh, as a ground ball to third base could be. But then Anthony Rendon sidearms it to first. Jake Lamb can't scoop it up, and that allows Kike Hernandez to come in to score. That ties the game at two. So we go into the bottom of the fifth inning. It's a 2-2 game at this point. Jimmy Herget is on the mound. One out, nobody on base. And Rafael Devers, who, of course, is the guy you can rely upon. He steps to the plate, and here is the highlight from tonight's Nissan Red Sox post game show. The pitch home, and he rips one deep down the right field line by the pesky pole, it is gone, a home run. A bullet into the right field seat, spare by just a few feet. No question about the distance as the strobe lights flash and the Red Sox <laughs> lead it for the first time tonight. Three, two, number six for Rafi. Time hit for the lead, and Ryan Baltimore. Yeah, it was 106.6 miles per hour off the bat. Joe Castiglione on the call. The laughs from Will Fleming, and it went in 349 feet. And it's actually the first home run uh, hit against an Angels left-handed pitcher this season so that made it three to two again Devers sixth home run of the season so he's on a great pace to start off this 2023 campaign and then the Red Sox would tack on two more in the bottom of the sixth inning it the inning started with two hit by pitches and it was the two guys at the bottom of the lineup that got hit first it was Connor Wong then Yu Chang Verdugo ends up grounding out to Aaron Loop so that moves the runners over to second and third Justin Turner follows by a striking out swinging and then a a chance again for the Angels to get out of an inning with either no runs allowed or limited damage but another error leads to another run for the Red Sox as uh, a a ground ball hit by Rob Refsneider to third it's another throwing error for Anthony Rendon to first that allows Connor Wong to come in to score then Devers walks and then uh, a pass ball ends up allowing Yu Chang to come in to score to make it a 5-2 game. Now, the Angels would get one back in the top of the seventh inning, but it was the only run off of the Red Sox bullpen. Again, five combined innings tonight, and it was the only run against Josh Winkowski, who had impressed to begin the season in terms of striking out guys, something he didn't do last year, but... Despite not striking anybody out, he was able to work himself out of trouble with a couple of double play balls. He got one in the top of the fifth inning, one in the top of the sixth, and he does give up a run in the seventh inning. But, again, the line overall pretty solid, uh, even if it was him getting a little bit lucky. Three innings pitched, four hits, one run, and he picks up his first victory of 2023. And then the two guys behind him get the job done. Johnny Leverage, John Schreiber one shutout inning he strikes out two in the top of the eighth and then in the top of the ninth then canley jensen again what more can you say about what he's done when he's been able to get on the mound uh he strikes out three in the top of the ninth inning mike trout Shohei otani hunter renfro i'd argue the three best hitters in that angels lineup i think from what they've done so far this season that's pretty hard to argue against so with the win, the Red Sox they're now six and eight on the season. The Angels fall to seven and six, and again, it's not a, a sustainable formula moving forward to have to rely upon the defense to to of the opposing team to commit three win. But the Red Sox at this stage will take the wins however they can get them, and it's nice to see the bullpen come through. It's been a, a unit overall that's been pretty taxed. In comparison to the rest of Major League Baseball to start the season, uh, coming into this game, the bullpen had 54 innings pitched. That was tied for fifth most in Major League Baseball with the Atlanta Braves. And you you started to see it in the Rays series how the pressure that's been put on them with short outings from the rotation, you know, it started to, to, to snowball a little bit. The numbers... For what they've done in this season, we're a little inflated because of what happened in that Rays series. And, of course, the Rays are just a good team, and they have arguably the best offense so far here in 2023 across Major League Baseball. But the ERA for the Red Sox relievers at 4.00 coming into the night, that obviously goes down. But it would be nice for them to get a long outing from a starter, which they didn't get from Tanner Hauck tonight. And And I think Hauck battled, especially as I mentioned toward the top of Red Sox review here. You know, the fact that he had some tough luck in the top of the first inning. Now, one thing that hurt him was issuing a two-out walk, but it is against Shohei Ohtani, so you you obviously have to give him a little leeway there against one of the best hitters in baseball. But a high fly ball hit off the bat of Hunter for Renfro that ends up going off the wall. Again, the expected batting average of that oh forty. So Houck ends with a line of four innings pitched, four hits, two runs, and he strikes out six. I think the one thing you'd want from him, obviously, is to limit the walks. Four walks uh, in this outing. And, and as I mentioned, the one in the first inning after getting two quick outs hurts him. And he ends up tossing 28 pitches in the first. It was only 15 in the second. And then he was 20 in the third and 27th, uh, 27 in the fourth inning, his final inning. And then, of course, at that point, it was to, to start to pick him up, and John uh, Josh uh, Josh Winkowski ended up doing just that. And, and that's what's great about having him in the bullpen right now. Uh, he had a, 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 an extended stretch as a starter last year, and obviously the results weren't there. He was hit hard. He didn't get a chance to – or he didn't strike out a lot of guys. But the Red Sox, now that they've put him in the bullpen in this long man role, are really using him in any which way they need him within a specific game. He's really thrived, and that's a great sign for, for the Red Sox moving forward to have a young arm like this, kind of find himself now in a different role than he had last year and, and be a, a much better pitcher. Now, again, no strikeouts tonight, but he made pitches when he needed to, and I, I thought what was good was the fact that he was able to get so many ground balls. He was in a first and second one-out situation in the top of the fifth. At that point, the game was still, was still tied to two, and Hunter Renfro is at the plate and he's able to induce a 6 4 3 twin killing to end that inning. And then Winkowski faced some trouble in the sixth inning. It was first and second, nobody out. He gets a 6 3 double play, followed by a pop out uh, from the two guys at the bottom of the Angels lineup to get out of that inning. And he does give up one run in the seventh, but he, I thought he also did a nice job limiting the damage there because it was a second and third, one out, a no out situation with Shohei Otani coming to the plate. So. At that point, the Red Sox were actually ahead by a score of 5-2, to two, and it started to look like it was going back toward the Angels and, and in their favor with a second and third no-out jam. Again, Shohei Otani, who I, a lot of people in the, in the stands, I mean, they're obviously out here to support the Red Sox, but also they want to get a glimpse of the guy that's, I'd argue, the, the most exciting player in the sport. And here he comes up against Josh Winkowski, and he ends up, grounding right back to him so that's a huge out in this game and then a run comes in to score you know to end uh, before the inning comes to an end and Kowski in a night where he wasn't striking out guys did a great job limiting uh the damage and, and just keeping it to one run in that seventh inning and then one run across uh his three frames that that was a huge lift for the Red Sox And and especially on a night where the offense itself wasn't producing a a lot of runs. I know a lot of people were probably rolling their eyes when they looked at when the lineup was posted on Twitter, and and specifically the bottom of the lineup with Yu Chang, you know, not really producing anything offensively. He hasn't recorded a hit since September 22nd of last year in a game against the Yankees. But, you know, the, the Red Sox, again, they find a way to win this one. It still will be a question moving forward of how they can continue to produce, or how they can produce, you know, runs at a consistent rate uh, without Adam Duvall here for a little bit. And they're going to need Tristan Casas to start to pick it up. He went 0 for 3 with a walk today. So uh, he's still finding his bearings here in his in his rookie season, and he did have two strikeouts tonight. But it's nice to see Kike, who, who was put in the 5-hole today, despite, again, a tough start to the season, and he ends up producing an RBI double in the fifth, which was huge to get the Red Sox on the board. At that point, they were down two to one, and I beg your pardon. That was the fourth inning. He had an RBI double, uh, but nice to see him get a pair of knocks. And and Alex Verdugo at the top of the lineup. I I've really liked what I've seen out of him, and he gets on base in three of his four, uh, three of his five plate appearances today, um, and and he's been exactly what the Red Sox have needed at the top of the lineup because. One question for this team coming in was was who's going to be that leadoff guy, right? And, and there were a lot of names that were thrown out there as possible guys that, that could end up filling that role. Um, and, and one of the names was, you know, I remember people saying, what about Tristan Costas? Maybe he's a guy similar to Kyle Schwarber. Uh, but they've put Verdugo in that spot pretty consistent, and he's been pretty impressive. There, there was a stat that Will rattled off during the broadcast that, Uh, caught my attention earlier in the day, and it was Alex Verdugo's whiff rate to begin the season. It was third best across Major League Baseball, 10.1% of pitches that he was swinging at, he was whiffing. So uh, that's a great, great, uh, that's a great, you know, stat for him to start off the season. Again, he's not producing all world numbers, but I think when you're looking for guys to be pretty consistent, uh, he's a guy that you can uh, at least hang your hat on to start the season. Rafael Devers, of course, is the other, and he hits the big home run today. Let's go to a caller. Uh, but before we head out here on Red Sox Review, David in Florida uh, wants to chat about the Sox. David, what do you got? First of all, i got to address a problem with the app, and I left a message with <laughs> – excuse me, with Odyssey, and nobody's getting back to me, so they're going to get back to me about this, because after the game is over, I mean, I understand MLB obviously has exclusivity with the game itself, but once the game is over, we can't get the, we can't get like the first hour of Red Sox review with you guys, for like like, the first hour after the game ends. Well, we just got on David, just to let you know, we did just go on to Red Sox review pretty, pretty recently. I think it was about 15, 20 minutes ago. So, it, it it just started and we are going up to eleven o'clock tonight. But uh, but we did just start. Why are you recently. going to midnight? Just because of programming. We just it. going to eleven. Oh boy, oh boy. Now, all right. Now, I mean, look at Cora tonight. I mean, it, 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 until until Henry gets rid of this team, they're just going to be mired in mediocrity. Cora tonight. Uh, I mean, what 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 does he just wake up and all of a sudden just? Just throw straws on the ground and decide to put Hernandez in the cleanup spot tonight. I mean, well, it's, uh, well he batted in I mean, the five spot it. tonight. He batted in the five, spot, five spot tonight. Okay. Uh, what was what was his explanation for that? Well, I think the explanation for it is that Kike in his in his career and, and David, thanks for the call. Uh, again, we're we're that was David. Uh, we're here on Red Sox Review. I, I think the, the the reason they put Kike in the five spot is because. Career-wise, against left-handed pitchers, he's done pretty well. Again, OPS over 800 in his career. And you look at the the names under him in the lineup. Christian Arroyo, Tristan Casas, Connor Wong, Yu Chang. And these are the guys that the Red Sox rolled out tonight. You, I don't think any of those guys at this juncture, maybe Tristan Casas is a guy that, that will get to being a guy that Alex Cora feels comfortable in the middle part of the lineup You know, four, five, or six, but right now he's not swinging the bat very well, and and there was a left-handed pitcher on the mound, so I I do think Kike Hernandez was the best option you had to be in the five spot, and he came through. I I, he did come through with two hits, so you you definitely take it, uh, and especially in a winning effort. Again, is it sustainable? That's the question, and that's why at the top of of your Red Sox review, you know, I, I just said the formula for how the team won tonight is not sustainable moving forward. You can't rely on the other team to make three errors. And, and the angels also left 11 guys on base. So not exactly, uh, you know, they had opportunities too, that they didn't ultimately, uh, cash in, but listen, a win's a win. And and after you just visited the house of horrors, which was St. Petersburg, uh, you definitely take a victory as the Red Sox did tonight. Five, three, the final from Fenway park, Another game tomorrow between these two teams. Red Sox and Angels first pitch at 4, uh, 1, 10 p.m., or four ten p.m., rather. And you can listen to it along the Shaw's and Star Market, WEI, Red Sox radio network. I'm Joe Wilde. Thanks for joining us on Red Sox Review. Again, the final, 5-3 Red Sox a winner. I want to thank Justin Turpin and Doug Lane, our engineer, producer, an extraordinaire, and, of course, Justin Turpin in our WEI studios doing a fantastic job. Thanks for joining us in Red Sox Review, and be sure to catch the broadcast tomorrow along the shots and Star Market, WEI Red Sox Radio Network. The Red Sox Station.